0: You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check out our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to check out some more information about us and see what's going on this month on our events calendar. Lastly, follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. This Praise the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. Today, I want to minister a, a message uh, uh, briefly here, and you guys can enjoy your day, whatever plans that you have with your, with your family, amen, but I want to minister on restoring honor. Restoring honor, amen. I, I'm, I'm going to read out of 2 Timothy Chapter 1, verse 5, and it says it like this, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois, and now in your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded now lives in you also. Now the apostle Paul is speaking here to Timothy, his disciple, and he tells him, you know what, I'm reminded of your sincere faith that lives in you. Other translations say genuine faith honest faith, true faith. Amen. In other words, wholehearted faith. But he reminds young Timothy here that that, that his his faith first started in his grandmother, then passed down to his mother, and now to him. But where is the role of the mom today? You know, where did the role that God has divinely placed on the mother go? If we can look in society and the way the world is, the, the, the role of the mom has been, been taken away, sort of speaking. Amen. It's been lowered in character by society. Today we have a lot of single moms that, that have to take on the role of father and provider. These roles have been lowered in character by deadbeat fathers or walk-out fathers. These men have disrespected the role of mother that God has divinely placed on them. We have women today that are convinced they can do without a husband or without children. The good old-fashioned values have been compromised if we can look at our world today and be honest about it. The family scene has been exchanged for the career-minded woman Come on, don't get me wrong, ladies. There's nothing wrong with a career. There's nothing wrong with working because in most cases, it's a must today in order to survive. But we cannot forget, or you cannot forget, the role that God has divinely placed on you. See, today we we have an easy divorce. Amen. If things are not working out, the solution is divorce. I've seen signs even here in our city. In our freeways here in Vegas, they say, "Easy, fast divorce. One eight hundred, you be gone." <laughs> Glenn Lerner says, "In a wreck, get a check." Couples today, if their marriages are wrecked, they want to check out. Divorce is at a high, high, uh, high time rate in society and in our world today. Where I was looking at a statistic uh, yesterday, man, that. There's uh, there's over 5,000-plus divorces or even more than that a year that happen in our world today. They say an average out of one out of seven children are raised by a single parent. The percentage is a little higher here in Vegas, one out of four. There's a disregard, listen, church, for the institution of marriage. That's why I tell people when they're getting married, I'll sit down and I say, are you sure you want to marry? Are you sure you want to marry this guy? Are you sure you want to marry this woman? You know, there has to be an absolute here, amen, because we cannot disregard the institution of marriage, amen. Now, come on, we got to understand that, you know what, you're, you got you to make sure that you're thinking this out. Do you really know each other, amen, before you take the step a marriage Because you cannot go into a marriage thinking, well, if it does not work out, the solution is divorce. This, this attacks motherhood. When people get divorced, amen, when deadbeat dads or deadbeat fathers walk out and men walk out of their families, it attacks motherhood. We have single ma- mothers today, amen, that are working a lot. They have to take on the role, like I said, of father and mother, and so it overwhelms life. They, 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 or they, or they're, they're so tired in their, in their life, amen, to spend time with children or, or their kids, amen, they, or the career-minded woman, amen, that in this present culture spend little time in the life-shaping skills of the wife, the homemaker, and the mother. The role of the mother have been, it has been attacked. It's those vital years of of, of a child growing up has been damaged. The honor of the mother has been taken away. And our kids in our world today are affected by it. Today, it's not the the woman's dream to become the wife or the stay-home mom. It's not even think about it. You say homemaker to our kids today, the younger generation, they'll tell you, what's that? They they really don't understand what what that word or that phrase means. Society has labeled the stay-home mom, listen, the stay-home mother as uneducated, unrefined, and old-fashioned. What we need today in the world today is old-fashioned moms. Come on, somebody. Come on, women that will take on the role that God has divinely placed on them. Like I said, don't get me wrong, amen. I'm not preaching against a career-minded woman. But you cannot forget the role of the mother. The role that God designed for you and ordained by God. Proverbs 31, 28 says, her children will call her blessed and her husband will praise her. That woman right there that I'm talking about, Satan is out to steal and take away her honor. It's time, church, to restore honor back to the woman, back to the wife, and back to the mother. Can somebody say amen? Come on, we have to begin today to establish biblical values and truths. We need to get our homes, come on, somebody, back in order. Come on. I'm talking to the man. I'm talking to the husband. I'm talking to the mom. We need to get our homes back in order, amen. But how do we do that? How do we restore honor back? Well, honor comes, listen, husbands, by the way of your role. That is your role, husband. Your husband is to establish honor back to her. Listen, husband, restore her honor. Don't disrespect her, give her honor. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7 says this in the same way, you husbands, we got any husbands in the house. Come on. You husbands, this is the Lord speaking to you. You should live with your wives in an understanding way. One, one translation says to be considerate, since you, since they are weaker than you, but you show them respect because God gives them the same blessing that he gives you, the grace that he ge- that is, that gives true life so that nothing will stop you or stop your prayers. You have to under- realize, guys, and I'm, I'm going to give you a little heavy revy for the husbands here today, that you have to understand today that you, if your husbands are being hindered, amen, if, you're, if they're being delayed, it's because you're not giving honor to your wife. You know, maybe you're not showing enough respect towards her. Because the scripture goes on to say, Grant her honor, show her respect, then your prayers will be effective. Are you listening, husbands? You know, you've you got to restore honor. You have to restore this. If you're going through a hard time and, and you're praying for certain things in your life or in your ministry or anything like that and they're being hindered or not being answered, amen, maybe it's because you're not honoring your spouse. See, the number one hindrance as husband, I'll tell you, is neglect. Come on, women, you can say amen anytime you want. Husbands, listen, husbands. It is not what you're doing, it is what you're not doing. Husbands fail to give her the time that she needs, amen, and the time that she deserves, amen. See, the key thing is to speak to your wife. Talk to the girl, amen, and give her some respect and give her praise. Come on, ladies, you should be clapping right now. Come on, don't be afraid of him. You should not have any fear next to your husband next to you. You know, if he's telling you not to clap, amen, then there's something wrong with him. See, you've you got to understand, guys, if you want all this to work, if you want order inside your house, then you're going to have to line it up to God's, lie, uh, God's word, amen. Come on, guys, if something's not happening in your home, you're wondering why you're not getting breakthrough. Uh, why are your prayers not being answered? Are you giving your wife honor? Are you giving her enough praise, amen? Come on, are you lining up what you need to do as your role, amen, that you need to speak to her, that you need to spend some time? Come on, ladies, amen. I'm giving you some things, some ammunition that you need to know. Let me tell you, I get ladies that come to me and say, my husband, don't talk to me. There's a disrespect. There's a dishonor when that happens. See, it's hard for most men to do this, amen, because most men don't understand or, or most husbands don't understand the importance of words. I'm preaching to myself too, guys. Come on, husbands that will say, you know what, well, she knows I love her. You know, deep down she knows how I feel about her. Tell her anyway, babe, I love you. I think you need to say that every single day. Babe, I love you. I'm your Iron Man. Father's Day, that's, that's a good Father's Day message. Iron Man. But you got to tell her. There's not a day, amen, that I don't leave the house giving my wife a kiss, telling her how I love her, amen, sending a text that I love her, amen, because she needs to know that, amen. I'm not just going to assume she knows it or she, deep down, down her spirit she knows it. She's going to hear it from my voice every single day. I love you, baby. You do enough. Thank you for all that you do. I want to restore honor to my wife. If not, listen. Someone else is going to tell her. Well. But husbands, she needs to hear it from you. She needs to hear it from you. When when someone tells her something like that, I already know because my husband told me. Huh. Get a little huh in there. Get a little attitude there. But if she don't hear it, guess what she's going to say? Oh, she's going to get bashful. It's going to be uncommon. It's going to be, oh, thank you. Hello? Husbands, love your wives. Come on, turn to your wife right now. Say, I love you. Come on. Don't, don't, don't turn to her and say, you know I love you, Right? That's that's action right there. Boom, boom. There was a text in, boom, I love you. (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) Come on. Be spontaneous. Use your things, guys. Love your wife, amen. Show you love her. Talk to her. Send her. Give her some flowers every once in a while. Come on. Come on. Sometimes I'm in the market, amen. I say, you know what? I'm just going to take her for some flowers. For why? Just for her. Just for her being her. Yeah. It don't have to be special occasion. You know what? My wife rather have a, a, a rose every month now and then than a bunch of roses at one time. Here's one rose. I got it on special. <laughs> Just don't tell her that. Amen. <laughs> Hey, let me tell you, she don't care if it's on special or what, amen. You get a rose from your husband, let me tell you, any girl's gonna smile. Especially if it's tied up, amen, to some creamer. <laughs> My wife loves that. Hallelujah. That's like two points delivered right there, one time. Husbands, love your wives. Ephesians 5:25 says this: husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. See, when you, love, when you love your wife, you're actually showing that you love God, and you're showing the display of God, Christ's love towards the church. You're actually filling in the role of the Father. You're filling the role of the, of, of, of the, of the Father or to, uh, Jesus to the bride, amen. You're filling that role. So when you love God, amen, you say you love God, then you better say that you love your wife. Guys, there is nothing that will bring honor to her like you do. When you praise her, when you give her, her respect, when you give her honor, there's nothing more that makes her light up than you do. Maybe you're a widow, divorce. Maybe you're, you're a wife that has no husband or with maybe a husband with no kids. Then let God be your husband. He said he's married to the widow, that he's a husband to the husbandless. He will give you honor and always, let me tell you, always respect you, ladies. He will line you back into the role that he designed and ordained for you when you make God your husband, ladies. Our text says in 2 Timothy 1, 5, I'm reminded of the sincere faith which lived in you or which lived in your grandmother Lois and now in your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded now lives in you also. Let's look at the impact of a godly mother today. See, Timothy had one of the greatest privileges a child can have, amen, that is having strong Christian parents Amen. My son, uh, just testify today, amen. He came because he was raised on strong Christian uh, 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 cr- uh, uh, parents, amen. Uh, I will say, he, he never seen the drunk dad. He never seen the guy that was back. Sitting. He never seen that man. All he's seen was this man that you're seeing right now. So he was raised, amen, by good Christian parents, amen. Uh, here, here in our text, Timothy's mother, his grandmother were strong believers, they were faithful to God's word. They had a great reputation, and, and they, were the, they were the evidence of, this was the evidence of fruit in their lives passed down to Timothy. And Paul looks at Timothy's faith, and he shows, man, your faith is sincere. Your faith is honest, amen. But that impartation came by the way of mom and by your grandma. They were stay-home moms that will lay down their careers and put them on hold in order to raise their children. Moses' parents, his mom imparted into his life, amen, which made him a great man of God to who he became, amen. It was in those early years of his life she raised him, prayed for him, poured into this little life before he was taken away from him. His The strong, courageous attitudes came from his mom. Hebrews chapter 11, 23 says, It was by faith that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born. They saw that God had given them an unusual child, and they were afraid not to disobey the king's command. That's courageous. That's faith right there that they imparted into Moses. Moms, don't ever stop praying for your kids because it works. I'm here to tell you work, amen. If you have lost prodigals, let me hear. Mothers, you need to keep praying, amen. You got to keep believing. Those lost boys, those lost little girls are going to come home because it's going to come by the way of your prayers. It works today. Uh, come on, it was my mother's prayers, amen, uh, that, and, and, and her speak over us. Her speaking over us continues about Christ. It was a key thing that kept our family together. I'm here today because of mom. I'm here today of who I am because of my mother, amen, who kept praying and kept calling me and kept encouraging me, Mihoa, come on, keep Christ in your life. Get back to church. Get back to you what you believe. It was her constant prayer and constant words in my life that kept me when I was lost. Listen, godly characters of a woman should be, pass, should be passed down to generation to generation. This is the key power to any family today, church, amen. Faithfulness to God in prayer of a loving mother. Timothy was able to live a godly life in an ungodly world because that thing that was passed down from grandma to mom to him kept him to live clean and live for God. Let me tell you a story about this little story here. It says a soldier was in a foxhole under heavy fire when he volunteered to rescue a a wounded soldier in the opposite end of the battlefield. As bullets raced back and forth, the commander yelled, go! But the volunteer kept looking at his watch and yelled, not yet, not yet! And he did this for several minutes until he yelled, it's 9 a.m., it's time. And he courageously crawled across the field to the next foxhole and carried the wounded soldier on his back. And when he returned safely with the wounded soldier, the commander asked, why did you keep looking at your watch? Why was that so important? Why was time so important? And the soldier said, my mama promised to pray for me every day exactly at 9 a.m. Come on, somebody. It was mama's prayer. He knew mom's praying for you right now. I'm going to be safe. There's nothing more powerful than the prayers and concerns of mom. Moms, I encourage you today, keep praying for your kids. Keep praying for your kids. Don't don't let the devil lie to you saying they're lost, they'll never come back. Keep praying for your kids. Come on, don't tell you, you know what, he's he's done. No, keep praying for your kids. Come on, mom, just keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Keep believing they're coming home. They're coming home, church. And it's because of your prayers, because there's power in the prayers of a mom. You see, Timothy was raised to fear God. Come on, Second Timothy chapter 3, 14 and 15 says this, but you must remain faithful, somebody say faithful, to the things that you have been taught. You know that they are true, and for you know that you can trust those who have taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. You see, peace, church, and blessings, Follow those mothers who live godly lives. Godliness is recognizable. Come on. A virtuous woman, a virtuous mom always shines, church. See, a lot of us here are a reflection of mom. You know, we get a reflection. Even if you don't have a mom, God is your mother as well. And there's a reflection of the, that shines upon when we do the right things and we do what we need to do as the roles that God has placed to us as mother's church. There are happier homes. There are more structured homes when we start to apply the very principles and start doing what he divinely placed on our lives in the roles to follow. Timothy here was passed down and says remain faithful to those teachings. What mom taught you, hold on to. What mom has done for you, hold on to. I see the sincere faith. I see the honest faith. I I see this and I see that it's been passed down from your grandmother to your mother to you. Timothy valued those things within his life. Timothy valued those those things that have been passed down and made him the man of God that he meant to be. He, He lived a godly life in this ungodly world that he was living in and says, you know what, it's because of mom. It's because of mom. Amen. Let's play that last video. Praise the Lord. Amen. Child, and the way that he should go, and when he gets old, he will not depart from you. Proverbs 31:28 says, "Your children raise her up and call her blessed." her, help her. And he praises her. A mother is a high calling of God. It's time for us to restore that role.